is your boy Senzui back at it uh, again. If you're here for the first time, this is Paging Through Life where we deal with everything uh, concerning adulting. So, today we're starting a very special uh, series. Uh, you've heard me talk about all my ideas and nonsense and hopefully a few useful things. Uh, but today, uh, I have a very special guest. Uh, I find this person very interesting, a very unique person and who's very intentional to that. I've noticed that at least about... Um, just navigating life in general um, and she's also a young adult um, like most of the the people who are listening here like I am and yeah she's, she's intentional um, about the process if WhatsApp and Facebook are telling me the truth <laughs> uh, but we you'll hear from her, um, her name is Mandarazi, but I'll I'll allow her uh, to introduce herself. And yeah, just now. So, Saubon, uh, hi. Hi, Sensoonjani. <laughs> I am good. I'm good. I'm good. Nice hearing for you. Thank you for catching up, like how you promised. Yeah. No. No problem. I honor. <laughs> My word. <laughs> oh yes. Already he's already dishing out good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about that subject another day, honoring your word. Yeah. Um but for I know a bit um about you. I know some stuff. But for our viewers like uh who just give us a, a brief a synopsis, a, a brief intro about who exactly is who is she? What makes her tick? Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, no man. Um Kamalam Dubuman Zagazi. Now I can feel it. So I am born uh, in Eastern Cape from I live in, used to live in Eastern Cape. So Manje Sasuga Eastern Cape, Sasale Kids at Eddy. Then I went to Zulu school and basically then I'm doing the woman course. Went to Zulu school and then I became J this person always had a bad doing people used to love me back and I, I had a lot of friends and they kinda they never understood why he <laughs> my mom used to say, Where do you get this? <laughs> I don't know. Shreva used to love hanging out with people. And then I kinda noticed Guti, I love reading, I love writing and all of this stuff just comes so easily because Right now, I went home last week, and when I went through my old school books, I realized that I have diaries from way back, and I still do now. <laughs> and they're all bags. I'm writing, I'm reading, I'm writing. And yeah, so I did accounting in high school, and then I also majored in accounting in university as well, graduated in financial accounting. I am currently employed in a financial investment company uh, yeah I am basically just finance books writing yeah 
So you you following the money? I'm following the money. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, okay. Some new facts that I, I didn't know. I was wondering why is your Zulu so proper? Because your Zulu is literally better than mine. Oh, I I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I trust me, there's my Zulu is bad, bad, bad. Got your Zulu, panga. I'm not Swati. Oh, really? Yeah, but the Swati is it's it's complicated. It's silent. <laughs> it is half Kosa, half Swati, but mm. we speak a mixed a Zulu that is sort of mixed with all of yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. You've never noticed Only now that you're pointing it out. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely so. Yeah, um, I think one of the first thing like. He actually went in. It's, it's good. He told me a bit about you, uh, the fact that you had a lot of friends uh, when you were growing up. So social, you diarize thing. Oh my gosh, at high school, oh wow, uh, I was definitely <laughs> not there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> journey. Uh, and uh, yeah, what did you tell me? What were it was some of your you told me about your friends, you had friends. What are some of your dreams and your ambition uh, whilst growing up? And also, what was your picture of what ad- adulthood would look like? Like we all have used to say, like, ah, when I'm, when I'm old, uh, this and this. And we all had sort of a picture of a view. Mm. Uh, because maybe our the, our social... Uh, environment um, that we grew up with. But what are some of your ambitions and your dreams that you have and have yeah. been changed? And okay. okay, no, I've always wanted to be a psychologist. Like, I wanted to be a psychologist so hmm. bad. <laughs> like, you just, every, like, I did research about it and I used to go home and I would tell mom about it to me. I want to be a psychologist. And then... At some point, I wanted to be a lawyer because it was this point where I was just so focused on advocacy and law, you know, trying <laughs> to be straight with the constitution. Yeah, but then at some point, everything just led to me going back to commerce. So I feel like purpose led me to that point. But yeah, no, I, I my picture of adulthood. I've always wanted to be an adult, like, I ordered oh. <laughs> adult food, <laughs> you know, I clicked on the MSD food and I ordered, <laughs> you know, adulthood, but this is not what I ordered. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I think you can all agree. <laughs> this is not what, it's, it was, yeah, learn about adulthood, bills, <laughs> mm. it's health, mm. it's school, mm. it's work, it's career, oh. it's Love, it's yes. social life. I, <laughs> <laughs> I thank you. Your story, a lot of people can actually resonate with that. That whole, I want to be this, I want to be that. Yeah. Then we, <laughs> we change, and adults who really think you just have money all of the time. That's what adulthood is. Yeah. And you don't have the money. <laughs> if you do, it quickly flies it's out. Quickly, please, like, <laughs> <laughs> put 
I think I saw a video they were showing someone who was uh, when they were a child putting the yeah. uh, juice was overflowing electricity is on and whatever toothpaste yes now as an adult, you're tearing up that today. <laughs> I relate. I oh, relate. How time changes. Yeah. I relate. How time changes. Babe. You don't even do like the regular shopping now where you just mm. throw everything in the trolley. Now it's like, okay, 15 rand and 27 cents. I think I'll choose the 15 rand and 20 cents. Even mm. if the difference is 3 cents, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you have to make proper choices here. So now you have to decide if you want this or that because it's all just so many calculated decisions, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Definitely has its, uh, a, a lot of its challenges. And while I was just mentioning um, all of that, you mentioned how, um, why, what exactly, why exactly did you want? Crave so much being an adult when you were growing up. What was the appeal for you? Yeah, for me, I definitely think it was the autonomy to choose that 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 freedom to be able to decide what you want for yourself. That freedom to be able to to, to that free will to make decisions for yourself that will either benefit you or progress you. Because Mausai you know, you get people to decide for you and they decide things that don't align with you sometimes but because they're the idols and they hold this autonomy of your life that they get to make the decisions but when you become an adult it's like dude it's you and you're trusting yourself and your brain and the lessons that you you know you you got along from the life experiences you experienced but i definitely think it's the ability to be able to decide Mm, okay. I think we can all agree with that. Uh, we all wanted a bit of freedom, though we didn't know that freedom comes with a price. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A literal <laughs> price uh, with it. Um, so you mentioned when you were beginning the fact that you studied financial accounting. Yeah. Uh, so, like, in terms of varsity, yeah, some of the listeners, people, some of the friends who normally listen to this podcast, and some of the people that I don't know, um, I know uh, some of them are actually still in varsity in university. So, in your time in university, which is when I I met you, mm-hmm. uh, what what was some of the say the the, the ups, the downs, and the lessons? Uh, that you can just pinpoint uh, from your time in varsity, if you could just share briefly. Okay, well, the downs, it's not you meeting your DP, <laughs> right? It's you not meeting your DP. Mm. So, um, yeah, definitely the fails for me where we're down and yeah. just the burden of, of, of being an adult, of making decisions every day. It, it, they were definitely the downs, you know. Um, I remember at some point, 
I struggled so much to find accommodation while I was a student at first year. Like it was depressing and I just came out of high school. I did not know what depression was. You know, I was just um all, always in my room. I refused to go out. I did not want to switch on the lights. I did not want to go attend. Like I would you know practically have to push myself to get up and when I do get up, I don't want to get out. So I, I experienced a lot of those feelings until I learned which what I was experiencing is actually called depression, you know. And uh. when I looked at my circumstances, the most burdening thing I was experiencing at the time was the fact that I don't have proper accommodation. So it was until I learned about environmental depression as well. So I was like, oh, okay. So the only way for me to stop feeling like this was to move from here. Then maybe I will feel better. And then I did move, and then I actually did feel better, a whole lot better, actually. So um, those were my downs, but my lows, or my highs, sorry. Uh-huh. Yo, my highs <laughs> I was high. like, lows. <laughs> okay. <laughs> those were highs. I would, I would go back for my high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh my God. My highest high was when I was selected to be um, a delegate for a Commonwealth conference that was here hosted here in DUT in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Oh my word! Like it was only six students from DUT. Like the entire thirty thousand students in DUT, only six students were selected, and I got to be one of those students. So mm-hmm. it was a life-changing opportunity. It was a life-changing opportunity. I learned so much about advocacy. Learned so much about you know, uh, the global issues that we are currently facing, you know, and we got to hear it from people who actually come from those countries and who who, who articulate this experience and right in front of us. And the food was amazing. <laughs> the dining was amazing, <laughs> you know. Don't forget the food. <laughs> no, we don't. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but then we were hosted with by the, the city um, the mayor of Durban the mayor of Durban hosted us and it was just an amazing experience I also got to be chairperson of the DUT debating union oh my god that was my highest high <laughs> that was my highest high and you know I got bursaries I got sponsorships for my tuition fees like yo okay the downs I see them but yo the highs were they, they were magnificent So we had a bit of a glitch there. Okay. Uh, the highs were high. You were mentioning the the debating. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. I loved the experience. I met a lot of intellectual. That's where I met you. Yo. You know, people I used to debate. <laughs> we used to debate with Ola. She once said that. Um, the reason she loves debating is because that's the only place where you get validated intellectually. It's like all the thoughts that you've have you've been having, all of these conversations you've always been wanting to have. That's the space that provides that, and you just sit there and you bask in the glory of intellectualism in the room, you know. <laughs> and it's like 
Do you realize because he was sitting amongst one of the most brilliant minds in, in the institution, in fact, in the area, you know, so oh, it was a life-changing uh, opportunity as well. I met a lot of important people, you know, people who who are great thinkers and I, I felt so grateful to be to be part of that experience. Yeah, I can. I think I can definitely agree. It was quite first time I came there. It was quite one of the things. These people are very interesting and they're very controversial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I love people like that. So it was like, oh, it was. It looked like heaven for me. Yeah. Like, okay, this is actually. So, uh, part of that, like, what? What are the biggest takeaways in terms of lessons that you feel like you really uh, learned about varsity? Because I know some people they come in feeling very unprepared for varsity. I think mm. most of them were, mm. we were really unprepared, and we had our expectations and the reality they uh, are quite different. What were your biggest takeaways or, or lessons that you think you you came out from varsity? Ooh, it, it definitely challenged me in terms of being social. Like you had to now be very discerning in terms of who you become social with, you know, because you're going to bump into someone or meet someone and you become friends with this person only to realize Guti, they actually fueling more of something that is not school related. <laughs> you, you start seeing yourself doing things that are not related to school you know and that's how you fail and one of the lessons you need to learn from university not to fail (laughs) (laughs) so yeah I'd definitely say learn to discern Mm. the people that you hang around with it it definitely is true when it says the people that you hang around influence your everyday decisions it Mm. definitely does influence so yeah, yeah, I, I, your failing was horrible, you know, and it's something that no one should have to go through if there's no reason to, you know. So yeah, um, yeah. so by all means, the lessons were go to school, go to the <laughs> study room, go to school, go and study, go to the library, use the resources that are there. <clears throat> Because we are really so blessed in DUT, we have so many resources available to students. You know, go to the library. If you feel overwhelmed, you can go to student counseling. If you feel you need to express yourself, you can go to debating. If you feel like you need to be more politically inclined, you can go to, you know, um, SRC organizations, political organizations. If you're a believer, you can go there. So there are so many resources to help you balance living in varsity. So um, I, I feel grateful to even been to, to have been exposed to that environment that is aware of how many resources there are in DUT. Yeah, I think that's one of the the things we normally recognize like most of the thing we think the only good thing about uh varsity is the Wi Fi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's actually a, a lot uh, as time goes by you recognize oh there was actually free counseling the yeah. Be a debating club. It could be a better communicator if I did that. Yeah. Yes. So I'll definitely advise uh, 
someone who might be listening and is still studying to just take those pointers. I know we during COVID or whatever, but those things are still happening, perhaps in a different way, but... Yeah, on online platforms now. Yes, yes, yes. You can still get uh, into those communities and make friends or learn something and sometimes build connections that, that can actually create a lot of value, even financially. You know? Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, you started working. Was it this year, right? Yeah, it was this year. <laughs> was, this, was it your first job? Yeah, not really, but it was my first job after possibly. Oh, okay, okay. So you did uh, work, like, part-time yes. before and stuff like that? Yes, I've, I've worked before. Okay, you did. But how was it? How was your... Your, I want you to share your work experience. How has it been so far? And what has been the difference? Because some people have mentioned how the transition from school um, to, to work has been, uh, has been drastic. And for some, it has impacted them negatively in terms of their social life, the spiritual life and such. So how has your or just the shock of now really being kept accountable to to do what you're supposed to do. So how has your experience been? Ooh it has I I don't think I have a word to even describe it, but maybe overwhelming will be at the forefront. <laughs> it has been overwhelming because yo it feels like I'm back in high school. For some okay. reason it feels like I have to be somewhere at a particular time every day and I have to be this person who delivers work and is accountable to their work and you know I still have to try and balance it out with my regular life so that I can be able to juggle just not work only you know yeah but then it's it's, it's a lot it's a lot I'm, yeah. I'm grateful for the experience. I'm grateful for the new knowledge. I'm I'm grateful for you know this new exposure to this big financial world that yes. is not just only on text on textbook because that, that's what we used to do basically in school. You know, read about companies, but now you're part of the company. Now you're part of the you know impacting that the company is trying to do in the community. So. Um, I, I, maybe if I were to say culture shock, but I don't know because it's not a culture shock, but workplace yeah. shock. Yeah, I'm still having a workplace shock. It's a lot. The hours are a lot. The commitment is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. And maybe I'm trying to adjust because I'm so new and yeah. maybe I'll get comfortable to it. But don't imagine, I'm just so shocked. But I'm trying by all means to deliver good and the work that is up to par, yeah. Uh, I normally tell, I used to tell uh, some of the students that I used to teach it, uh, and they say, yeah, working hard, I'm like, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> when you work, it won't be less, it'll be more, more, Yo. <laughs> more work, more expectations. <laughs> more work, like yeah. more work. 
Like even yeah. if you show, like even if you can show that you're a hard worker, even at work you get paid, you work hard, you push. It's like you're showing them that you can take more work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so they give you more work. <laughs> yeah, you have to be strategic. Oh gosh, you have to be. Even time management now yes. you need to start taking it. You need to be able to manage your time, you know, to be able to do all of this work. That's yes. Yeah. I think that's time to complain. <laughs> yes. I was actually thinking next week uh, on the Mondays, I just do short, um, just decided to start a series of short, just short quips about stuff that just helps with adulting. Mm think the element of time management is the most critical yeah and we suck at, at it in general <laughs> you are saying we as a generation or <laughs> is in general it's a good mm. it's class you don't want to understand and sometimes people try but they just don't know how yeah um. how to go about in a way that is not too rigid or, and, and such. Yeah. But yeah, we're going to talk about that uh, in another day. Okay. Uh, then one of the things, because uh, the series is called Your Journey of Adulting. Mm. So we're going to start with you before we talk about general okay. uh, trends and things. As what has been greatest challenge and the greatest lesson in your journey of adulting so far <clears throat> okay um okay so i jesus christ what a christian <laughs> mm-hmm. okay um i lost my mom when i was 18 years old uh. Sorry. And then after 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 losing her, I had to you know forcefully become an adult. I had to you know step up, you know, and just show up, mm. and you know stop stop wallowing in in sorrow, and you know make decisions that are gonna benefit me tomorrow. So I I went I went through a rough patch because of that, mm. because of that, yeah, because of that, and. I don't want to say it ended. I just want to say it continues. So it's something I'm still even battling with now that I'm a young adult. Yeah, it's like, it's it's still here. You know, I can't really say, okay, I overcame it because it's constantly just with me. So, yeah, I think that's still one of the greatest challenges that I'm facing. And then, yeah, <laughs> then the love life part. Hey! My God, <laughs> nobody <laughs> told me what to go adult to do gender, you know. It's yeah. Very, <laughs> it's very brutal out here. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, some people it's like they're just so intentional about being brutal. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, yeah. But I, every day we show up and. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, no, it's just those two. Okay. And your lesson, what's your biggest lesson? It's like learning this was just this lesson was my greatest lesson and 
it has really benefited me. What, what would you say was your biggest lesson? I think after depending on people, like there was this point where I met someone and that person told me, because maybe I felt entitled, maybe I was too entitled into the idea of thinking that people will help you out where as soon as they hear your story, you know. Mm-hmm. So I used to expect people to do things for me, you know, because <laughs> they knew my mom or they know me from way back or, you know, for whatever reasons. But I had this huge expectation. And someone told me, Wuti, no one owes you anything. <laughs> you know, no one owes you anything. And you need to let go of this idea and this mentality of thinking that just because someone knows you, they now have to, you know, be uh, in debt, you know, to doing services for you. You don't have to, to expect things like that from people. And so I stopped again. I, I think from that moment, it was where I was like, oh, okay okay i need to wake up i need to depend on myself i need to do things on myself i need to stop with this you know mentality of thinking that people things will come easy and that people will just give me things i need to work uh-huh. for things and that's when i actually developed developed a, like a hard-working mentality culture because all i do basically is just about my work and whatever thing that i'm focused on i always put 110 percent energy in it because i want to work hard and prove myself that i can do something so that person that told me to wake up no yeah i did wake up that's a lot it's actually very i think we did talk about that a bit that the transition from dependency to independency Mm. it's it's yeah it's very hard uh to to navigate it and even when you got there there's still another stage where you have to now move from independence to interdependence Mm. working with people instead of depending on people people okay it's 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 a tough thing to do but it's a stage we have to go through independence you can't just bypass from dependence to interdependence <laughs> mm, okay <laughs> uh, yeah uh, and yeah we're near the end so one of the things that i definitely just have to ask you uh is in terms of generally we talked about you your challenges mm. Uh, the ups, the downs, uh, the lessons that you had, the dreams, the ambitions that you had, and how life has uh, guided or beat you into a certain part. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, what do you think uh, is the greatest challenge for, for adults nowadays? Like, from what you've observed, what is the greatest challenge in terms of our generation? as young adults or as adults in general oh it's money <laughs> it's money no it's, it is money yeah and and sure i think the social media part i it's it's, it's a pressure that people are putting themselves unnecessarily so and mm. i feel like it's not something that only a certain group of people are facing i just feel like 
a lot of young adults are you know facing this challenge the burden burden of social media you know and ooh they by mujolo it's very hard today <laughs> It's very hard to, you know, you listen to people tell their stories and yo, it's crazy what people go through trying to find love. It's crazy what people in Jay are going through. So, uh, oh man, obviously the challenges are different for everyone because of, you know, personal experiences. Yeah. But everyone it, right now is going through loss, not everyone, but most people are going through grief, you know, covid mm. covid around and most people are losing their jobs, most people are retrenched, not most, but some people, you know. Mm. So, it's, every person is 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 affected because of this covid, because of this covid. So, it's it's it's, it's really different and difficult for mm. everyone. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, do I think yeah finances you mentioned finances yeah social media pressure yeah uh, navigating grief uh yeah I, I can definitely see those things that you mentioned yeah a definite challenge and lastly as we sadly about to come to an end Mm-hmm. But I, I, your t- I know you're a busy person. Mm. Uh, if you were to talk or say something or share something with your 18-year-old self, uh, what would you tell Manjagas? Um, mm. I would tell her to keep on believing. Keep on trusting yourself, trusting the decisions that you're taking every day. Yeah, yeah. I think all I needed back then was a little bit of affirmation, you know. And so, if I were to go back, I would go back and sprout words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Words of affirmation. You heard it, guys. Uh, tell yourself. Speak to yourself speak life uh, positivity it's coming from Mandarazi uh, you've absolutely been great it's been quite enjoyable it could go on for hours but you talked about bills <laughs> <laughs> you have bills I have bills myself <laughs> yeah but just thank you thank you so much for honoring me with your time being a great guest um, and yeah and I hopefully I know in fact that someone out there will resonate uh, with some of the things you shared and I also know um, and I'm, I'm hopeful that the same way someone says uh, get up your two girl <laughs> <laughs> hopefully someone will get up on and they do and put your big guy or big girl pants on yeah. and, and strive on it gets better any passing word or anecdote you want to share as we as we go I think it's just every person knowing and trusting that they are enough mm. that they are enough mm, mm. yeah 
Manzayazi, thank you so, so much. Uh, I guess we'll talk <laughs> on <Yeah>. other <laughs> But thank you for being a great host. Uh, this is Paging Through Life, uh, where we, we navigate through life day by day as if page by page. Peace out.